Holding in Perik Lamed Dalid on Mem Gimel Amid Beis by the words Ve'im. The Tanya is telling us a way to implement the Eitzah of Simcha based on Emuna. means it was an Eitzah of Simcha based on the Emuna that Hashem is everywhere and everything and the Achtus of Hashem gives a person a Simcha. means the Emuna in the Achtus of Hashem gives a person a Simcha because he's able to feel the closeness of Hashem together with him in every place and everything. And that emuna we said, is a lofty contemplation. It's very, very hard to keep up. It's very hard to understand fully. And, and even on the level that a person can understand, it's very hard to keep up. So the Tanya told us that the place to put it is in Talmud Torah. Because Torah is Chachmas Yeritzayin Eishal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Torah is the Chachma of Hashem, and the Chachma of Hashem is one with Hashem. So when the person connects to Hashem through Liman HaTorah, he's accomplishing the same thing as being one with Hashem and understanding the Achtas of Hashem, and experiencing that level of Amuna that brings to Simcha. Therefore, he could have the Simcha by coming close to Hashem through Liman HaTorah. And the example that the Tanya used the whole time was someone who does it twice a day, someone who connects to Hashem through Talmud Torah twice a day, because that's the Allah Shulchanach, that the person is supposed to learn as much as he can, at least once in the morning and once at night. So now the Tanya continues that if a person has more time, so then of course they should add more as per their time. And he sticks in a word, and a good thought. I think that what he means is that as long as a person uses as much time as he has for Talmud Torah, and he really wants to use more time for Talmud Torah, so HaKadosh Baruch will be Mitzarif, that other time that he wants to use, that he doesn't have, but he really, really, if he would have the time, he would use it for Talmud Torah. So that Machshav alone, Hashem considers it as if he was learning. And the Tanya continues, a person could be connected to Hashem in everything that he does, a whole day, even while he's working, through the mitzvah of tzedakah. Because since he gives tzedakah from this work, and tzedakah is called connecting to Hashem, because tzedakah is, is a midah of chesed, and chesed is dura yamina, chesed is like the right hand of Hashem. So even though every mitzvah connects the person to Hashem, but we're trying to connect the whole work day to Hashem, so we're trying to elevate the whole work day, so a person gives tzedakah, even though he only gives a part of his money, the Tanya's example is a chaymish, but that chaymish will elevate the rest of the money. And his example is karbonus, because when a person brings karbonus, the carbon itself is made up of all the different parts of creation. Because we know in creation there's doimim, tzaymeach, chai, and medaba. There's inanimate objects, there's things that grow, there's animals, and then there's people. So the person is bringing the carbon. The animal is the chai, is the carbon itself. The tzaymeach is the part that he brings with it from the mincha, from the from the things that grow from the ground. And the doimim is the, there's melach and every carbon. So the Svarim say that what he's doing with it is, he's bringing like a sampling of each part of the Bria, and he's elevating it to Hashem. And that with that, he elevates the rest of the whole Bria, clo- bringing it closer, that's the Lashon carbon, carbon means kiruv, he's bringing the whole Bria up closer to Hashem by bringing a carbon as a sampling from all of the parts of the Bria. So therefore also, when a person gives tzedakah, from the work that he does, so his whole work day is elevated by giving a part of it to tzedakah, even though it's only a part, but since it's a part of a whole, it elevates it elevates the whole. And another way that a person elevates his whole day, connecting his whole day to Hashem, is that his whole day working is to sustain himself. 
And when he sustains himself, he eats and drinks, and he uses that koyach when he actually does learn and daven. So his whole day is also connected to Hashem through the fact that he's that he's learning and davening at least part of the day, and through the tzedakah that he gives with part of the money. So now, as the Tanya closes off this set of eitzes that he started with in Perik Chavov, the Tanya just reminds us that all of these eitzes for Simcha do not disqualify the fact that a person can look at their guf and look at the Gashmi side and the Nefesh Bahamas side of themselves and be disgusted by it and and saddened by its lowness. And you can have this simcha at the same time. Until now it sounded like we were learning that they that they separate. Like you have simcha at one time and then you, you have the contemplation of the lowness of the guf at one time and then you pull yourself out of there and you get the simcha. So of course he's not talking about an atzvah, but he's saying a consciousness of the lowness of the guf and the nivza of the disgustedness in his eyes of the guf. And I guess that holds him like as a as a safeguard that he shouldn't fall for the pitui of the Yitzhahara, he shouldn't fall for the seduction of the Yitzhahara, because he should constantly remember how low and how disgusting it is, and that is not a contradiction to the simcha that he can have with the closest to Hashem. Because he can have at the same time lowness and disgust at the low side of his guf, and happiness with his kirvas alakim, with his nevish alakis and its closeness to Hashem. And he brings a Zari that the Zari says that a person could have simcha implanted in his heart in one side, and he could have a cry or a despair in his heart on the other side, and it's not a stira to the simcha at the same time.